to Make Share Grow, a podcast about art making and the creative process. I'm Julie Marriott, painter, mother, and lover of bold and joyful color. Come on into my studio. I hope what I share here about my art practice will inspire you in your own creative journey. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to talk with you this week and to catch up. So if this is your very first time joining us, I have been documenting my creation of a new painting collection, my first painting collection of 2021. And if you want to catch up on all the things that's been going on ahead of this week, you can go back to episode 27, and that's when this whole story begins. Okay, let's dive into what's been going on this week. So I had two pieces just started in progress uh, at the end of last week, and so I continued developing those pieces this week and started two more. So it's interesting. So um, I'm going to talk about the two that I began last week first. So I had them started. They were two Magnolia paintings, and um, what I was... What I'm learning from my experience with those two paintings is the difference between kind of working really fast and intuitively and what comes from that, and then what happens when I kind of start getting tight and micromanaging things. So it was really interesting. One of the, or the first of the two paintings, um, I worked on probably for three or four painting sessions and just couldn't get it right. I kept working and working and I loved it about halfway through those sessions. And then I added some and then I hung it up on the wall and it just was bothering me. (laughs) And I think the values were all wrong. I was just like getting really irritated with it. It was funny. And I had to keep painting it and putting it up and it was bothering me again. And so I put it back on the easel and it took a long time for me to really find the right balance for that piece. And then I, as I was kind of working on that one, um, I just decided, okay, I've got to move on. I feel like I'm really getting tight on this painting. And so I need to just go back to one that has like very little history and just start working on that. And so I just sat down and painted maybe twice on this other Magnolia painting, and it was like basically finished. (laughs) It's crazy. And for some reason, I am finding with this new collection, I'm working so much better if I just loosen up and work really quickly and intuitively and don't question what I'm doing. And I just work out of like pure curiosity and things turn out so much better. It just flows out of me so much more when I'm thinking less. And this is something I'm noticing is emerging in this new collection, this new way of working. Um, where because this process is is so much more dependent on building up layers of color and textures that really don't need to look they don't need to look like anything in the beginning of the painting and so if i just 
if I just let go and use colors that don't make sense on what I'm using them on, like I, I kind of actively am saying to myself, it doesn't matter that this flower is turquoise. It's not going to be turquoise. It'll be something else in the end, but it needs to be turquoise in order to get to the end of the painting. I'm kind of saying that to myself about everything in the painting and just saying, it's okay. It's okay. It's fun. This is great. <laughs> like I love the randomness and the you know, totally expressive color that I'm using. And I have to like actively talk my critical mind out of like criticizing what's going on and just relax and intuitively lay down colors. And the beauty of this process is that it needs all of those layers. It The, the richness of the surface of the painting is really dependent upon all these layers of expressive color. And so that is what I learned from this pair of paintings. Um, and it's funny because I feel like with every body of work that I work through, um, I have moments of being really loose and free and then other moments where I just can tell that I'm getting like too micromanaging of the painting and I kind of have to stop myself, realize what I'm doing and kind of reset. And so I feel like this pair of paintings was a good reset for me. And so then, um, yeah, and then I started two new paintings and I kind of took the, that reset into my next painting and I am so excited about where it's going. This one is, um, the other two were just uh, pretty large magnolias and just their leaves and nothing else, no other flowers in the paintings. And then this next one is much more a medley of a bunch of different flowers and um, with like peonies and um, as the focal point, and then there's some dahlias in there. And I am just really excited about all the layers that I'm building up in this one because I just said, don't, don't worry, it's okay. It can be what it can be and it's going to be great and you don't have to make it make sense from the beginning. I think that's a really good way of saying it. It doesn't have to make sense from the beginning and that's what I have to let go of Um yeah, the visual experience just does not have to make sense. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't have to be realistic. And um, yeah, so I hope that helps if you're struggling with feeling uptight in your work, letting go and letting go of it making sense in the beginning and just really enjoying the physicality of the process has really been working well for me. And maybe that could work for you too. Okay, so I'm basically halfway done with this collection, or I've started, I started the canvas that will make me about halfway done. So I placed an order for the final pieces of this collection, which is always exciting when I can kind of start gauging exactly where I am. Because when I start, I don't really know, you know, how many paintings exactly, how all the sizes, I think I might know, but I really have to get into the collection and just kind of sense my energy and how far I feel like I can make it. Um, sometimes I, I feel like I can make a smaller collection. I can say everything I want to say in a, in a painting collection in fewer pieces. And then other times I can feel like all the ideas still abounding in my head. And I say, no, I need a few more canvases to like work this out across. Um, and so, yeah, so I placed my order. I, I got um, six more of the 24 by 30s. So that will make 12. And then I 
I'm really excited. I also ordered three 30 by 30 canvases. And so (laughs) this is a little sneak peek for you guys because I haven't let anybody else know what the number of paintings are um, or what sizes I'm all including in this collection. And so you get first word on this. This is, um, yeah, going to be a 15 painting collection. And I'm really excited about these three 30 by 30 canvases. I actually haven't ever painted that size before. I've painted... Um, a larger square canvas and a smaller square than that, but I've never done that exact scale. And so I'm really looking forward to um, trying out these bouquets in a square format. And I was talking with an artist friend this week and just laughing. We were both laughing because we're so comfortable working in a vertical format. Our brains, for some reason... And our eyes just love working vertically. And so I'm going to challenge myself and do some horizontal compositions too with the rest of these um, rectangular canvases. And then I'm going to move on to square. And these are just the games we play with ourselves as artists to keep us on our toes, try new things, stretch ourselves. Um, And so yeah, that is something I'm pretty excited about. And just really practically also, I know that... Like my my end goal for these paintings is for them to go and live in people's homes and to bring, um, you know, these really colorful, joyful feelings to other people's homes. And so I know that not everybody has a space on their wall that is perfect for something vertical. A lot of times we need something more horizontal in our homes. So just super practically, I also want to provide that for my collectors so that they can have a choice when they're you know, choosing something for their walls. Another phase that I've, I'm entering in with this collection just this week is that I've started thinking through the message of the collection. So kind of the way that I work is that I more start out thinking about the visual kind of things I want to, and techniques I want to explore in a collection And I really don't have any deep meaning. I don't really have like this driving message behind what I do when I first start a collection. I kind of start sensing what the feelings are that I'm having as I'm painting. And and I start looking at the pieces as they're sort of collecting around me on the floor of my studio. And I start seeing them as a body of work. And I start looking at them and kind of finding the message in the collection as it's being created and seeing what themes are arising. Um, And so I'm starting as I'm kind of halfway through, I'm getting a pretty good sense of what what the visual of this collection is, what the pieces are starting to look like, um, what the experience I'm having is. And so, yeah, I'm just starting to kind of think about a title for the collection and I'm starting to think through the message. So when I'm thinking about a message for the collection, it's not just what it means, what the message is for me, although that is part of it. It's also what I kind of want this, this collection to speak to my audience and to my collectors. And so I start to kind of start narrowing in and trying to think like, what is, what is the, the message that I want to speak to my collectors? What do I want them to get from this collection as they're looking at it as a body of work when I release it? 
Um, and so this is when I start thinking about the title of the collection and then also how that's going to start informing the titles of each painting at the end. So I don't, I don't title my work until the very end, but I do usually get a collection day, a collection name about at this point or like halfway to two thirds through. And then this is totally just the way I work too. This is not, um, I don't think there's any normal pattern. I think all artists do it their own way, but I like to wait till the very end and name all the paintings in sort of uh, sort of one flow of work so that they're all united. They're all kind of speaking the same language um, and they all kind of are communicating a message. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't have any answers yet right now, but I feel like these paintings are very warm and inviting and they kind of invite you in with all their depth and layers. And um, like I said, I've been getting sort of the feedback as I'm sharing these paintings um, with my audience so far and with friends and family that they're they're getting more muted vibes um, from these. And so a little less like crazy bold and vibrant and a little bit more um, complex, I guess. And so I'm trying to take in all of those ideas and think through like also my experience of being really free and this being an exploration and a discovery process for me um, and it being really exciting and I feel like I'm growing. So I'm trying to think through all of those themes that are going on and kind of channel it and distill it into like a single voice and message. So I'll keep you updated. I'll, I'll let you know next week if I've made progress on that. But um, yeah, that's kind of the point I'm in right now with the, with the collection is just really trying to, to get more specific and look ahead to my collection release and start thinking through how I'm going to present it to my audience. Well, that is about as far as I have gotten with um, the collection this week, I, yeah, like I said, I finished or finished off mostly two paintings, the two Magnolia ones, and then started two new ones. And I guess I'll just say I had so much fun again with the um, Catalyst Wedge this week. Um, I kind of figure out certain paintings want it more and some want it less for some reason, or I just end up using it more or less. <laughs> so um, the painting that I'm currently working through with kind of the whole bouquet of different types of flowers that are focused, the focal point ones are peonies. Um, I just had so much fun with it. Just yesterday, um, I had these flowers that were peach and just really like quickly painted in sort of cream and peach. And then I got yellow, like a golden yellow, and then sort of like a warm orangey color on the wedge and just sort of scraped it over the flowers. And you guys, it felt like I was painting sun. I was painting like sunshine onto the flowers. It's just the beautiful way that the wedge can use these transparent colors and tint what's below it. So you're really not painting, it's like you're painting new brush strokes, but you're not you're not obliterating, you know, or covering over the brush strokes that are there. You're just like tinting them. And I don't know, it felt like the light turned on for me a little bit and, um, and on the flower. <laughs> 
was kind of silly, but um, it's a silly way of saying it. But it uh, it was just like this sort of light bulb moment, and I got just all excited about it all over again. I shared a video of that on Instagram that I'll link below. Um, if I can link videos, I'm not sure. We'll see. <laughs> But um, or I'll I'll see if I can get it up on in the show notes on my blog post for you to see. But yeah, it was just really really a fun experience that painting session yesterday. Okay, so something that I loved this week is uh, hanging up my paintings over this little table I have. It's like um, it's like a bar cart we have in our dining room, and that's my little spot I hang my each painting as I kind of put it to rest for the time being and start new new ones. And I kind of hang it up for observation and to see how I feel about it. And on this um, bar cart, I display a really beautiful ceramic bowl. It's a handmade ceramic bowl that we were given for our a wedding gift. It was a bowl and um, Well, it's like a large serving bowl, and it also came with a bunch of smaller, like, individual salad bowls, I guess you would call it. But anyway, the glazes, it's like this beautiful wash of, like, pink and purple and turquoise glazes, and it has just a wonderful organic, you know, depth of color to it. And I love this bowl, and I love seeing it, so I have it up, like, on a stand. Um, And having that bowl and that and all of its beautiful glazes right next to my paintings, they're like speaking to each other. It's really interesting. And it's, it's just giving me the sense, um, and excitement for how different objects in your home that have different textures and colors can really like play off of each other. And it's really making me want to keep one of these paintings for myself. So I'm not sure. I don't think I am, but I might end up making a painting specifically to keep, um, with this new um, sort of textural way of painting that I'm exploring now um, because it really plays beautifully off of the glazes of the ceramics. And I love ceramics. I love handmade pottery and the beautiful glazes and sort of the, the, all the different colors that you can achieve with them. Um, And so anyway, that was the thing that was really making me happy this week, having those things in my home and just making me happy as I looked at how they, they complemented each other and were just colors that really made me happy. So I'll share a photo of that too in the show notes below. Okay, that is it for this week, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. I love chatting with you every week and kind of thinking over what um, all the things that have been swirling around in my mind and sharing those things with you. So um, if you would be so kind as to leave a review for the podcast, I would really appreciate that. And I so appreciate everybody who does that and who shares um, it, shares the show with their creative friends or posts about it on Instagram. Um, That all is just so wonderful and really lets me know that you're enjoying the show. And if you have anything that you're curious about as I'm documenting this collection, feel free to shoot me an email or message me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you and hear if there's anything specific that you're curious about that you would like me to share about during this process. Okay, that's it for this week. Bye for now.